Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm drinking some white wine. We're drinking some white wine. Drinking some white wine. It's been one of those days where I'm sitting back. A little, I'm Chardonnay. I'm having some vino. Yeah. And I'm having a good time. And I've noticed that now consecutively, I've been wearing champion sweatshirts. Mm. And you've been, you now wear champion sweatshirts. They're not a sponsor, but if they want to be, hit us up. I'm Chrissy Champions. You know what it is. You know what it's about. Listen, and you know what? You know what's interesting? That color, which I love, by the way, I have an aunt who would refer to that exact color as brindle shit green. Have what you ever heard mean? of that? Never heard of she it. She would just say, oh, what is it? Brindle shit green? Where did she get that? I don't know, but I just didn't know if that was like a local New York thing or that's just one of, that's a local my aunt thing. But do you even understand what brindle shit means? But it's that color. I don't know what it is. Brindle. Brindle, brindle shit. Never heard it in my entirety of my lifetime. Brindle That's what sh- I've heard. Shit brindle. Shit brindle explained. Shit brindle. So what is it? Having a... Ha- having a light... Unigamous shade of brown. Unglamorous. Oh, unglamorous. <laughs> More wine, please. <laughs> Unigamorous. Unigamorous. No, um, so, so it's actually a. Here, here we go. Here you go. Here we go. My father grew up on the prairies, and once after dyeing my hair, he told me it looked like shit brindle. When yeah. I asked him what shit brindle was, he explained that on the prairies, when they had a barn to paint, they would canvas other area, uh, other area farmers for any leftover paint. When the first paint was finished, they would start on the next pot of paint, and what they ended up with was a, usually a mix of different shades of brown, which they termed shit brindle. The definition of brindle is having a gray or brown streak or a pattern on pat- patchy c- coloring. Uh, love, love my, my dad, dad to, to death. death. <laughs> So that's it. Never heard of that in my what life. What other podcasts are they going to get the explanation of shit, Brindle? Right up top, you're getting educated. Right up top. You know what's interesting about that aunt who also used to call shit Brindle Green? She also, she does, it's like a weird fascination, I guess, with poop. She met her husband, okay, at the Bronx Zoo. They were at the Bronx Zoo, didn't know each other. She was there with her friends. He was there with his friends. A monkey threw its sh- sh- poop and hit my uncle in the face, and my aunt, who would use one day would be wife, helped wipe the monkey poop off his face on a date. Uh, no, on they didn't know each other. That's how they met. And then he asked for a phone number. She met by w- wiping shit off your uncle's face. And he, she told me he had. They talked for like twenty minutes after that, all the while having monkey shit in his beard. Really? And, he, and she and he still got the number. Wow. And then yeah, I don't know if I've ever been to a zoo where the monkeys. Are f- running free. It was the eighties, baby? The eighties. The eighties. Any, anything happened at zoos back Who, then. I mean, when were we advocating for zoo laws? Yeah, you know. So, you think you could kill your own food? Could I kill? Could my you own- hunt and kill your own food? If you had to, your back was against the wall. I know you could attempt it. Do you think you could actually live that lifestyle? Do you think if your back was against the wall, you can kill a pig, a cow, uh, a bird? I think the only way. You could ever get me to go vegetarian? Yeah. Is if you said from now on you have to hunt and kill your own food, then all I would do is eat the plants. That's I it. I would just boil water and I take anything I find on a tree or in a field and I throw it in a pot of boiling water and I just eat that. So there's no way you have zero confidence that you can hunt and kill and cook your own food. Here's what I think I could do. I think possibly, I've never been fishing in my life. Mm-hmm. I think I could kill and eat a fish. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. You could catch a fish. I could catch a fish, and I think I could kill it on the boat. Gut it and fillet it. That I could do. If you're asking me to gut and kill a cow or shoot a pig in the head, I can't do that. Okay, 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 okay. What about can you bring a live lobster home? 
not only can I bring a live lobster home, I have a story for you. Okay. I was 10 years old. Okay. It was, you know, around Christmas time. I went to my father's house out on Staten Island. We got a lobster. We got a, a live lobster for, you know, uh, Christmas dinner or whatever. The lobster was in the sink. A live lobster was in the sink, and he kept clawing at my dad's hands because my dad was trying to get him to get in the pot. He trying, kept trying to claw into my dad's hands. So my dad goes, Chris, do me a favor. Go get me two pairs of forks. So I said, okay. So I go give him the pairs of forks, and he puts the forks in the lobster's hands. So they're just clawing at the forks. So he stops pinching my dad's. So he stops pinching my dad's uh, hand, and then my dad said, "Because again, I don't know what's about to happen." He he says, "Okay, hold. Do me a favor. Hold him up from the back." So I held him from the back. I don't know. I thought we were gonna. I genuinely thought we were gonna take a, like a Christmas picture and send it to my mom. Right. He ripped the, the lobster's claws off and threw its still alive body into a boiling pot of water wow. right in front of me at 10 years old. Whoa. And I, I to this day, have maybe had lobster once or twice because as soon as I even see it, I start to think about my dad telling me to go get silverware it's so tough. we could rip the lobster's claws off. It is tough. I know that we go, like you know we, we order meals at restaurants and right. we don't consider that you know maybe a chicken. Right. Like you don't consider that or the lobster like when it's the freshest. Like you you bring home lobster and you just throw it alive, alive. in a boiling pot. That's what they do. I know, I know, but I'd rather not have that guilt. I can't do it. Some people put a spike right through the lobster's face. Do you know that? What do they do that for? To kill it. But is there is my question is is because I've heard I don't know if this is true but I've heard that certain cultures they will they like to eat dog meat from when they started to kill it alive because something it's some type of chemical when you Released. kill an animal alive release makes yes. the meat taste more tender which I know is absurd uh, but I'm just saying is that have you heard that am I making that up I don't know but I can't even throw a lobster into a pot I can't I can't do any of it I can't, I can't do, any do I couldn't I'll tell you, I'll tell you another thing I had a fish one time that I didn't want. Uh, not not a, a goldfish, not right. a, like a food fish. Right. Uh, my niece, she had a fair at school. She threw a ping pong into like a cup or something, and okay. she won this like five cent. You know when you go to the fish store, right? And the goldfish are like when we were little, they were like five cents. Yeah. Sometimes they call them feeder fish. Even they right. might feed them to other fish. Right. So she brings home this this fish. I have multiple goldfish stories. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm ready. What, what? So I do. That's why I do the podcast so, with you. Okay. Yes, it is. So, yeah. so uh, first fish story. I bring a fish home from a fair at school when I was little. And my fish always used to die because we did not have a, a proper fish tank with proper fish food with a proper filter. They give you these fish at school. You come home with a bag. Right. And my mom, right. you know, fills up a salad bowl, puts the fish in there, and I start feeding it Wonder Bread, and they're all croaking left and right, right? right. These are five-cent fish. And I, I don't understand as a kid that you need proper, you know, filtration. and the right. So these things are just dying. My mom's not going to—I'm going to come home with a five-cent fish, and my mom's not going to go out and spend $60 no. on a whole setup and then learn how to do treat the water. and other. She's just not—it's just not— so these things are just dead fish walking, right? That's what it is. So I didn't understand that. So then one time I was like, I have to. I thought it was the. I thought it was because every time I got home and I named the fish, it would die. And I, when I was little, I was like, when when I name the fish, they die. So I won't name fish anymore after this. But the right. last fish that I named that died, name was Harry. So I brought him home. Good name. I brought him home, and my mom wasn't home yet. And I was like, I gotta make sure this fish doesn't die. So I fill up this big salad bowl with water. Okay. I throw Harry in there. I start breaking off some Wonder Bread. You know, whatever. And then I go, I know what I'm missing. I'm missing bubbles. This is how my mind is computing. I'm missing. How old are you? Uh, it's grammar school mid. So okay. I may be like nine. Nine. You know? Okay. So I say, all right, so I got to go. I got to put bubbles in here because in the fish store, they all have the bubbles. So what I did was I took a drinking straw. Okay. And I and my mom, I got home from school like three o'clock. My mom was getting home from work at like six, seven o'clock. Right. 
I put the fish in the salad bowl, filled it up with water, and then I leaned into the bowl and from my own mouth blew bubbles like it's chocolate into milk. this bowl. By the way, just blasting it with CO2. That's sure. not what it needs. No. I'm pumping poison. It's I the thing that directly kills fast it. Fast track to death. Yeah. And I would just I I thought I can't stop blowing the bubbles till mom gets home because the second I stop with the bubbles, Harry's gonna die. For four hours, I just blew air out of my CO2. I pumped it out of my chest through the straw and into the salad bowl. And the time my mom got home, the thing was just like on its last leg. Did you eat it? No, it was a goldfish, right? You can't eat those? No, I would never eat that. Oh, okay. People do it in like fraternity movies. Right, but you could you could never eat a pet goldfish. No, I would never do that. I don't you know. You see like David Blaine put it in, take it out a few minutes later. Yeah. And he makes just he makes his mortgage. David Blaine, don't even get me started. Yeah, but God bless him. But uh, shout out David Blaine. Don't shout get me started on what? Yeah, and talk about the time I met David Blaine. Okay, stop. Put yeah. a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Okay. All right. So that <laughs> dies, right? So fast forward, I'm an adult. Right. I'm like, uh, let me let me say, I'm thirty four. Yeah, that's that's actually actually that's really about right right there. There you go. So my niece brings home a goldfish from just the way I did, and I said, I'm not gonna have this happen. So I go, I get the whole setup, and I raise this fish for years. I didn't think I was going to. She brought, I said, I'm not going to do this again. I went, I bought the setup, I learned how to do fish, and I had I had two. And I, I ended up, it was before that, but I had this fish six years. She bought him a five-cent fish. I had it for six years. That's like a record. It's unbelievable. It was a goldfish. It was, it was nothing, right? Right. So this thing grew from this big to like this big. And I would put my hand in, it would come eat out of my hand. Wow. It was, it, I used to pet it. I used to pet the fish. Oh, my God. I don't think it has a brain. I think none of that. But for some reason, though. Goldfish have brains. But it, they forget. Is that true actually, that they forget like three seconds? Pimp's, Pimp's got There's information. Some facts here. Do goldfish recognize their owners? But beyond his glassy-eyed stare, your pet goldfish may have hidden depths. Oxford University scientists have shown for the first time wow. that fish are capable of remembering and recognizing human faces. Oh, my God. They are also highly accurate at it, easily picking out familiar face from up to 44 strangers. <laughs> your goldfish knew knows exactly who, when your goldfish was in the doctor's office watching True TV. He was like, "I know that guy. That's unbelievable." I know that guy. <laughs> and they live for ten to fifteen years, right? So, holy cow! I they live to forty three. What? The, the longest, longest lived goldfish, goldfish lives to forty three. For, I I just turned forty four. Your whole life, there's been a goldfish alive. <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. All I've ever heard is they have a three second memory. The oldest living goldfish, by the way, they named it Tish. Tish the fish. That's stupid. Stupid. You couldn't have had come so. So, such so this names. fish I've had for six years. That also I thought that he got murdered. I mm -hmm. ca I came home one day. I had I swear to God I came home one day and I had just cleaned the tank. Like I I was I was a pro at this. I could have worked at a fish store. Right. Right. I cleaned the Which tank. Which you still might by the time, time. it's all said and done. I'll tell you nothing. The the, the 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 fish I had got ill many times over the years. How did you know it got ill? Uh, because you see it on them. They have like a red streak or white. Like uh, cottony, uh, they call it cotton eye, or they get, or they get sluggish and they turn discolored. And you go and you troubleshoot. You look up what they're showing, and I would go to the fish store and buy the proper medicines. Then come home and dose it out, and I've nursed my fish back to physical health like a dozen times in the six years. So I had a bond with this fish. Right. Right. Then one day I came home. I did it. I used to do the levels, put in my drops, so everything you could think of. I used to save 50% of the water so that some of the algae and bacteria was still in there. I, I was a pro at it. And one day I came home. It was as healthy as pie. 
If pie, you know how pie. How healthy pie, listen, how pie is. I, I wouldn't think pie is necessarily the healthiest thing for you, but pie in itself as an entity might be healthy. Yeah, well, it was healthiest pie. I don't know if I made that up, but uh, and then I went, I left the house, came back, croaked in the in the tank, dead floating, eyes open. I don't remember if the eyes. Were, well, no, the eyes don't close, do they? I don't know. Do fishes blink? No, I don't. I don't think. Or fish? Blink. No, fish. By the way, no one knows anything about fish because you put do fish and there was 90 questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not. Fish don't blink. Their eyes, like, you. This is why do. I'm saying I think I could kill it and eat it because I don't even think of it as a living thing. It just seems to me like a thing that's that you just, it's there for us to eat. They don't have eyelids. Yeah, I came could home. Could you imagine not having eyelids? No. No. What, I use your life would, constantly. Could you imagine having no eyelids? No blinking? <laughs> Nothing. I, be, I bet you wouldn't even be able to be in a relationship. No way. Because it would freak me out if I looked at you every time and you were just like this. Like every emotion you have. Just eyes wide open. Yeah, can't. Can't do it. Yeah, it's freaky. Um, By the way, your eyes match the sweatshirt. Your eye color, brindle shit, shit green. <laughs> it's on my license. It's on your license. BSG? BSG. Yeah. No, so, so anyway, I come back. I don't know where the fish is dead, right? Yeah. I'm upset about this. I'm very upset about sure. this. I don't know how it died. I don't know why it died. It was otherwise healthy. To this day, I don't know. But this is a fish that I cannot believe did recognize me then, and I'm so glad. Out so, of 44 faces. So let me take you down this path. I am like, go. I'm not going to flush this fish. A lot of people flush their fish down the toilet bowl, right? Okay. I'm like, this is so disrespectful. I pet this thing. I fed it. I nursed it back to health 15 times in three years. I'm not going to put it in the toilet yeah. and flush it down where people, you, you know, evacuate. You do the poops. No, no way. So I said, I'm going to bury the fish. Sure. Okay. Uh, at the time that the fish died, it was the summer. I was going to dig a grave in the yard, but I didn't want it to stink and start to smell like fish. Right. So I <laughs> wrapped the fish in tin foil, and I put the fish in my freezer. Okay. With the intent, when the colder weather came, to bury my fish in my own yard. I just want to, I just, I, I, I can't wait to get to the story, but I just want to say, there are potentially people out there listening right now who work in criminal profiling and are saying, this guy has got a mental disability that he will kill a human being in his life because it sounds a little serial killer-ish if you're, if you're burying fish in aluminum foil and then putting it in your freezer. I'm open I'm to your, wrong. I'm open to your interpretation of what this means about me. I am. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not going to disrespect. And by the way, the fish's name didn't have one. Called him Fish. Wow. Because I was afraid ever since the trauma with Harry. Right. That when I named the fish, it would die. Guess as what? As long as you didn't name it Tish, I'm good. Did, didn't, name, didn't name the fish six years. Six years, no yeah. name. Yeah. So I uh, I wrapped the fish in tinfoil. Okay. I put it in my freezer. And some might say that's odd because maybe there's some bacteria on a dead goldfish. I don't know. I would know. say most would say it's odd. Okay, so most, yeah. Yeah. So I put it in the freezer. Now, this is the true story now. This right. is true. Yeah. Okay. I... Maybe forgot about it, slash maybe didn't remember till the next summer, and then I was right back in the same situation. Right. And so I didn't I didn't want to do that again because I felt bad that it would decompose out there and it would maybe smell and rot, and I just I felt weird about it. And then after a certain amount of time passed, I forgot about it. And then after a certain amount of time passed, I didn't know what to do with the fish anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, let, me, let me tell you right now, it has been... Nine years, uh, eight years. Okay, it's been eight years. Okay, I have the fish. What? I have the fish. It's in. It's in my freezer. It's in tin foil. You have the fish in your freezer in tin foil right now today. I swear to God. Oh, 
Yeah. Can you go get the fish? I have the fish. I, 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 I the fish is it. The fish is in my mom's. Freezer. Oh, your mom's. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my, so my mom. So this is what happened. My mom. Oh my I, god. I, I moved. You gotta I, upload I, a picture I, of this fish. I, I, I'll go get the fish. I have it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I moved out of that apartment, and my mom moved. Happened to move into it. So I left my free my fridge there for her. And I and then I remembered after the fact that the fridge was in that freezer. I told her specifically, Hey, I got my fish in that freezer. Please don't ever touch it. I got to figure out how to give this thing a proper burial. I've talked about this on my podcast like seven years ago, and people have since started sending me fish coffins in the mail. <laughs> and actually, the next Impractical Jokers cruise we did, I was going to have a burial at sea for it, and then COVID happened, and I don't think we're ever doing a thing again. And then I was starting to think maybe I have, maybe I do my next stand-up tour is the like the funeral tour. It's like the procession, and maybe at, at like at the end of every show, I do a little prayer for the fish. But I I have I have have the fish it's been dead eight years and it, and I, got, I had it six years before that and i haven't opened the tinfoil since it died yeah now so god knows what that thing looks like now I, i'm imagine um, it's alive i and imagine that it looks like it did when it died because i froze it because you froze it i'm afraid to open that tinfoil the tinfoil the fish is at my mom's house it doesn't smell at all Apparently not. It's in her freezer. That and now she moved again. Took the freezer. Now that now that fridge is her second fridge in her garage. I know exactly where this thing is. I want when I visit my mom next. I will get the fish. Okay. I will bring it back. I'll put it in my freezer, and then the next time that we're here, is it is it is it, is it wrong? To, is it am I desecrating? If I open that tinfoil up, eight years after the death. No, my is this like oh, like like a sarcophagus. My my only concern, my only rebuttal and question to you would be is if the fish if when your mother moved the freezer it wasn't plugged in then the heat the fish probably is just bones now or may have disintegrated into nothing because it hasn't been kept frozen consecutively i think that but she was going to have the issue with all of her food and she put it in freezer bags and i told her to please put the fish in the freezer bag i think i think i think because she moved in march i don't really remember but i know that she had to do that with all of her food listen to me the point is did you have a, a nine-year-old? I, I, ha I have the fish. It's been dead eight years. I still have it. That's insane. And it's Because it's one of those things, if you just it's came insane. to and remembered it right now on the podcast, like, oh, wow. But no, no, you've been actively thinking about, you've known for the last eight years that, you've, that you have a frozen dead fish that you wanted to bury and then didn't bury and put in the freezer at your mother's house. Let me look. Uh, this is my list of to-dos. What does the top of that say? The top one says. What does that say? To do ASAP. So this is my to-do list. I'm pretty sure that in here, I it's have a very long list, folks. I'm pretty sure that in here I have get got a lot to do. Get fish from mom. <laughs> I'm gonna show it to you. Hold on, I, it's gotta be in here. Look what that says. Re you read what that. This is my notes that I had already. The notes that I have right now in highlight of mom, fish still in freezer, star 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 fish burial at sea next cruise. <laughs> <laughs> That's in my notes. Yes. Yeah. Fish still in freezer. There you go. There you go. And you also got married with the mold insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, so we got we got the mold insurance. That 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 should be taken off the list ASAP, ASAP. I am down for o opening the fish and doing a a check on that fish. I mean, look, I understand that you have, you know, you have a, you want to do a, a ceremony for it. You know, you want to Patreon. I, that's what I was going to say. When when we finally get the Patreon up and running, if you want to see the fish burial, you got to go to Patreon.com. How, how about we do a live a live stream funeral? I'm down to do that. All right. But only when we get the Patreon, oh, which we may be Patreon. getting soon. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But listen, things in things in freezers, freezer mishaps happen. Yeah. I once, when I was must have been 15 years old. 
I, on a dare, at my house, peed in the ice cube trays. Which you've done really? that. You ever do that? No. Peed in the ice cube trays, put it in the freezer, ha, ha, ha. And then you think, Does oh, it I'll, freeze? I'll, well, I said I'll remember in three hours, and I'll take it out, and we'll dump it out. But then, of course, you know, 15 years old, you know, drinking underage, you forget. Next day, use the pee ice cubes. It happens to everybody. There's another, you know what else I did once, which was, I can't it believe. It froze? It froze. Why, does urine not freeze? I don't know. I my never, urine froze. I never th- Is that an issue? It never crossed my mind. <laughs> I know alcohol doesn't freeze, but urine, urine freezes. It is feasible to freeze urine samples. Yeah. Wow. And thought at least five minutes. You know what's another thing I did, which was really bad that I did this, because I just always felt terrible. I, when I was in college, somehow the, the janitor or whatever, whoever the guy was, the, the vitamin water, he left the key. He finished everything, but he left the key in the thing that opens up to, to supply the vitamin water. The vending machine? Yeah, the vending machine. So I was 18 years old, and I opened up the vitamin water, poured some of it out, and peed in the vitamin water and put it back. <laughs> well, okay, now, okay, let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. I was it. an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. No, I understand. So you knew the difference between right and wrong is what you're saying. Allegedly. Is that no, bad? But, no, no, but but no one's going to open up, like, if they or no, no one's going to look at the urine bottle and open it and drink it. You just thought they were going to be like, I just paid two bucks for, what is this, urine? For a half open. Those dra- drats. Drats, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're also- You didn't think someone's going to open it no. and- yeah. Because I remember, I pee- I'll never forget, I remember I peed in one, and then I dump one out, and I, a full turd in one, put the cap on, I swear to God, I swear to God, I shit Wait, 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 what, 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 what are you telling me? I, you, wait, 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 I'm wait, not lying, you, you pissed, and then, and then you also shit in a vitamin water? What happened was, um, I, I swear to God, this is true, I was 18 years old, a freshman on the college basketball, I have two college basketball stories to tell you. Okay. Okay, so the first one is, and again, completely 100% true. I know one of them. Yeah, so... The first one is, yeah, the key was left. And again, pressure from the seniors on school. I, I bet you won't piss in the vitamin water. So I said, I'll absolutely piss in the vitamin water, and I'll do one more. And then I took another one off, dumped out half it, and I took a full solid turd into it, and I put them both back into the – so somebody – Wait, wait, wait. I know they're wide mouth, but you were able to direct the turd from you into the bottle without any other assistance or touching? I'm or not, did you – I'm not saying it wasn't messy. Oh. But I wiped it off, and I, I I'm telling, am I proud of it? No. Did you put it right up and try to get it, it? You tried to go transfer it without. You tried to do a clean transfer over the toilet, and I, I shit right in the vitamin water, and then put it back. Oh my God. That's the first story. So, so someone, someone put in a buck and got <laughs> a half got. purple floating turd in the vitamin turd, water. And, pop, and who knows? I mean, if, if if it was somebody stressing out about an exam, they might have just said, "Fuck it, I need it." Right. And then take it. Then the second story is we were in. Syracuse, I believe Syracuse or, or, or Buffalo. We were somewhere upstate. And I'm 18 years old. Again, freshman. And they used to call me Skay, which stood for sickest kid ever. Because I would do... <laughs> that's what they would call me. They would call me Skay. And, that is so not creative. Yeah, sickest kid ever. And they would call me Skay. And I remember they said to me, they said, I dare you. I remember the captain of the team said, dude, I dare you to get out of the bus and make us laugh. So I said, okay. <laughs> That's what they said. That's, that's the dare. That's the dare. I'll never forget. I was I like, I dare you to get out of the bus and make us laugh. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell's. I'm like, all right, fine. Again, 18 years old, very impressionable. I'm like, uh, let me do it. I, I was a freshman that was starting on the basketball. I was one part of the starting five, which is very hard to do as yeah, a freshman. So fresh. I was like, not only do I want to impress them on the court, but off the court. Like, I, I thought part of keeping my starting job right. is to be funny and do all that right, stuff. Right. So, so I remember I get out of the car. 
I'll never forget. There was an, uh, an Asian couple with a little kid putting their groceries in the trunk of the car. And I was watching them, and I said, when they put the groceries, when they go, they're putting the groceries in the trunk of the car, but then they had this little three- or four-year-old kid. When they go to put that kid in the car seat, I'm going to jump in the trunk. I'm going to jump into the trunk that has the groceries. And when the woman comes to shut the trunk, because she had the trunk open, and then was putting her child into the car seat. Sure. I said, I'm going to, and they could all see me. It was in the lighted side of the bus. I said, I'm going to jump in the trunk, and when the lady sees me, I'm going to jump out, and scare the crap out of her, and that's going to get them laughing. I'll run back on the bus. Everything will be fine because the coach, our coach, wasn't on the bus because the real whole reason we had stopped and pulled over is because he really had to use the bathroom. Okay. So he said, everyone, on the bus, I'm going to be five minutes. Okay. That's it. In that time, this is what happens. So I jump in the trunk. Right. I'll never forget. I, like, moved over all her groceries. I jump in the trunk. She's finagling with the car seat, whatever. The, the trunk is open. I'm saying I'm going to wait oh till she God. comes around, and I'm going to jump wild because also she has a kid she has a kid so i'm like again very stupid i would never do but i was 18 years sure. old trying to make an impression you were 18 so you're saying you know you knew the difference between right, I knew and the difference between right yeah. around. so i'm laying in the groceries waiting for a minute right i'm like as soon as she comes around i'm gonna jump out yeah she puts her kid in the car and i guess because maybe flustered of putting the kid in the car or is in a rush doesn't look in the trunk and just shuts the trunk door without looking <laughs> So she goes to the side of the trunk and just shuts it. I remember this. So I'm banging on the trunk immediately, but the woman must have shut it and then walked around the front of the trunk. So now I have no cell phone. I have nothing. I'm in the trunk right. of, a, of a car with groceries. <laughs> right, right. I have no idea. I'm 18 years old. I'm in the middle right. of Syracuse or Buffalo. I don't know where I am. Right. She, I'm banging <laughs> on the trunk. 25 minutes go by. She drives away? She drove all the way home. Into her driveway. I swear to God. Oh, my God. What did your teammates do? Okay, so here's what happened. So I'm banging on the trunk. Oh, my God, dude. That means you're going to pop out of the trunk at her home now. At her home. With she, the child in the car. She. I hear her. Now I hear I'm screaming, help. What? Now, how old are you now? 18. So you know the difference. I know this. Yeah, right okay. I'm screaming for help at 18 years old. Yes. Screaming at the top of my lungs for help. She takes her kid inside. Goes inside. She comes to the... I didn't know this then, opens the trunk. She has a butcher knife in her right hand because she's someone is screaming for help in her trunk. She has no idea what's going on. She doesn't know what she's being set up for. She pops the trunk. She has a butcher knife in her right hand. Oh, my God. And as I'm going to get out, she goes, if you do anything stupid, I will kill you. And I said, can I use your phone? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I explained to the situation. I said, ma'am, it's not. I'll never forget this. I said, ma'am, it's not what you think. I jumped in your trunk as a goof. I'm on the St. Joseph's College <laughs> basketball team. We have a game in an hour. Is there any... As a goof. As a goof. <laughs> She's holding the butcher knife. You're like, this was just a goof. Yeah. So, again, I I have a cell phone, but I don't know the, I don't know the numbers of any of the players. Sure, no, the, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody memorizes wait, 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 wait. They didn't go get the coach in the middle of his bowel movement and tell him, follow that car he by the time they had told him what happened by the time he had come out the car was gone so they didn't know any they just knew how to describe the car oh my so there's no like i don't know if there was an apb i don't know what happened but the only person i could call again because you know it's you know what am i gonna do here call my mom call my dad i call my father and i'm just like hey i'm at some lady's house i was supposed to have a game in an hour i need you to somehow get in touch you with called who my dad uh, that's the only member. That's enough. I wasn't How did you explain? I said I was. It was a goof. <laughs> I, said, I said I jumped in the trunk of the car. 
I jumped in the trunk of the car. The lady closed it. You know me. I'm silly. You're going to have to get yeah. in, try to get in touch with the coach yeah. because, you know, the game's in an hour. Now, is your I'm, dad the starting, I'm the starting shooting guard. Or yelling at you. At first, he was like, you know, he was upset, but then he was like, are you okay? And I said, yeah, no, I'm fine. These people are very nice. I, then, again, hand to God, I guess being 18 and being, like, just a young, stupid idiot, I'm on the phone. She goes, you know, I, I, I said to her, I hung up with my dad. My dad said, okay, I'll call the coach. I gave her the address of where I was. She goes, do you want anything to eat? And I said, you know, no, like, I'll just wait outside. And she goes, okay. She comes outside, I'll never forget, gives me a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal in a bowl and then orange juice in one of her kids' sippy cups. I swear to God. No. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if she just ran out of cups, but that's what she gave me. So I have a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and sippy cups. He gets in touch with the coach. I gave them a number to call back. They call back. They send a cab. The school sends a cab for me to show up to go to the game. Were you in trouble? School. Big trouble in the school. Wow. The coach wanted to win the game, so I they sent a cab to the game. Somehow, throughout all of this stress, and, and by the way, we're in Albany, because I went to the Albany College of Pharmacy. That's who we were playing against. Albany College of Pharmacy, cab to the game. I started the game. I, I literally started the game. Wow. I think I might have scored 20 points. Wow. I had like a good game when I was literally kidnapped in the trunk of a car for upwards of an hour in the middle of Albany. And that was that. That is what. Can I tell you something that I one million percent relate because the identical thing happened to me. What? I'm not joking, but it, I'm not joking. It was on it was on the, on the show though. So, a lot of people been saying lately to me, Chris, how do you keep your butthole so clean? Sure. And I I'm said, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. You sent me that text the other day. You yeah. said, Chris, you got one of the clean because I sent you the pic of my butthole, and you said, I mean, how is your butthole that clean? Yeah, was this, is this new? And what did I tell you? I said, hellotushy.com. You said that. What is it? What Hello Tushy is, is it's, it's like a bidet thing. It attaches to your toilet. You don't have to get a brand new toilet. Whatever kind of toilet you have, you attach this thing. It requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and it cuts toilet paper use. But you ready for this? 80%. Come on, dude. Remember in the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was like, oh, we're running out of toilet paper? Yes. Hello Tushy, no reason for it. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in just a few months because you're not 80% down in toilet paper costs. Now, what about people that aren't used to bidets and don't know much about them? Can you tell me a little about it? Well, then, What's the science behind it? Water shoots up into your... Water shoots up into your butthole yeah. and it cleans out your butthole. Oh, wow. It's pretty much, it's like the toilet giving your butthole a rim job with your own toilet water. Mm-hmm. And and hello tushy bidet attachment. Wow, that it, sounds terrific. And if you don't like it, yeah. here's the thing: if yeah. you don't like it, because not everybody, not everybody on this planet likes to walk around with an absolute squeaky clean, pristine, ten out of ten clean butthole. Not everyone does. Not it. everyone loves that. No, some do. some people like a little bit of dirt in their butt. You get a sixty day risk free guarantee and a twelve month that's a year warranty. No questions asked. You can give you can give They're the thing away. Right back. Guarantees and warranties. And let me ask you this. For all the people out there that say, yeah. I mean, guys, what do you don't know what tushies are? What are you stupid? You don't know what a tushy is? If you've already got a tush on your pot, you can upgrade right now to the new 3.0 model and you could join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers and have a clean butt with every flush. That's unbelievable. Absolutely. Now, do our listeners get anything special? That's what my question was. So I'm and thinking- I found the answer. If they, if they go to hellotushy.com and let's say they put in slash hey babe to get 10% off? 10% off plus free shipping? Can we do that? Are we doing that? Today, today only. Plus the free shipping. 10% plus free shipping. Because a lot of times you don't you, you don't you get one or the other. No, right. How how do you how do you not right now 
Go to hellotushy.com, put in the promo code, hey, babe, get the 10% off and the free shipping just to see if they're telling the truth. How do you not? That's what I do. How do you not? We don't even know you. We don't even know you if you don't do this. Even if I didn't, there was no reason for me to have a, to have a tushy right now. I would just do it because I'm like, there's no way they're giving 10% off plus the free shipping. I'd have to see it for myself with my own eyes. I'd go to hellotushy.com, promo code hey babe, and see what happens. You know what happened to me? What? I have not gotten a bidet my whole life because I refuse to pay shipping on a bidet. Here's the great news for me. That uh, that rate of the 10% off plus the free shipping just got me so excited. I just shit myself. Yeah. I'm going to go into the bathroom, take care of it. With my tushy. That's unbelievable. Uh, this might be a new turning over a new leaf for me. New, a new, 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 it's a happy new rear. Happy new... It, are we okay to do that joke? <laughs> Happy, it's a new you, it's a new rear, it's a new you. New year, new rear. New year, new rear. What'd you do for New Year's Eve? What New Year's Eve? What'd you do? No, no, I, oh, for New Year's Eve? Yeah. What did I do? I had some fireworks, had some mozzarella sticks, and then just kind of got the water off the butt and went into 2021 as clean as a whistle. That's it. Knock, That's knock. It. Who's there? <laughs> T- who? Toshi.com backslash promo code. Hey, babe, 10% off your shipping. Let me ask you a question. You use a VPN? No. Do you know what a VPN is? No. For years, I've been using a VPN called ExpressVPN. I'm not even just saying that. Really? I've been using it for years. The reason I have Umbridge right now is because they are now a sponsor of our show, and I've paid full price. Wow. So you've been paying full price for something that came all the way around and sponsored it's the show. It's unbelievable. Maybe now I'll get a discount, but here's the thing. What is When new? you go online, okay. it's basically the Wild West online. Sure. And you think you're in, in, even if you use incognito mode, it doesn't matter. They track where you go, what you do, and how you use everything, okay? It doesn't hide it. So ExpressVPN, now this is the thing. I have it as an app on my phone, and I have it on my computer as well. Okay. And what it does is it uh, it reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your internet service provider can't see the site you visit. It also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data using the most powerful encryption available. Now, I know what it does, but I wanted to get the actual scientific tech thing out. You know what I mean? Most of the time, I don't even realize I have it on. I just hit the button, and it turns on, and then as I surf the internet, I'm completely safe. Okay. So I understand what you're saying, Sal. I just get, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I understand that, you know, uh, it, it hides the websites. I understand if I go to, right now, if I go to expressvpn.com slash hey babe, I'm going to get an extra three months free off a one year package. That's express, E X P R E S S, vpn.com slash hey babe. I will get an extra three months free off a one year package. I understand that. I understand that you've had it and you haven't paid for it. I understand that you've had it and you've been paying Pay full price. Pay full price for- annually. And by the way, as far as VPNs go, by the way, in this day and age, if you're not using a VPN, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Everyone uses it now. It's standard. It's quid pro. The only question I have for you yes. is if I go to expressvpn.com slash hey babe, get the three months off free, all that, it hides my stuff. It's better than in incognito mode. My only question for you is, can my girlfriend still see <laughs> some of the accounts I've been looking at on Instagram? That ExpressVPN does not jump into other apps and, and do it for all the apps. Okay. Okay, so Instagram is its own thing here. And I'm asking that hypothetically, just in, I'm not, there's nothing to do no. with anything that's going on. But if you're going to get a VPN, you want the number one rated VPN by CNET and Wired, which is ExpressVPN. If you go on expressvpn.com slash hey babe, three months free. Three months? Who I gives, mean, the first trimester? Yeah, you, you get a trimester free. That's wild. Literally. Or it's a second trimester or a third. Whatever it is, just, just think about it. This way, think about it this way: You're a pregnant woman sitting at home, or you're you're pregnant. You're, uh, I and I and listen. I even hate to say woman. You're a pregnant person with the uterus. That's, That's right. a new way to say it. Yeah. you're a pregnant person with the uterus. And you went to expressvpn.com/slash hey babe. Guess what? For the first trimester of your pregnancy, 
you didn't pay for you didn't pay for it at all. You didn't only pay. the last six months did you pay for it. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I honestly, I actually really do use this, and you I really don't. do. I use it, and I actually have become so accustomed to it. I don't like turning on my phone or computer w- without using it. Really, I swear to you, I mean that. Sal, do you want to know something wild? I do. Two out of three men will experience male pattern of baldness by the time they're 35. Did you know that? I did not. That's, yeah. That seems young. And the best way to prevent hair loss is just to do something about it while you still have the hair left. Oh, are we going to talk about keeps right now? That's what we're talking about. How did you know? No, I know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you used to have to go to the doctor's office for hair loss prescription. That's what you used to have to do. That, that's I would assume that's what my father would have had to do. He'd have to go to the doctor's In office. In that day and age. He probably walked to work uphill both ways. 100%. Yeah, but not anymore. Now, thanks to keeps, you can visit a doctor online wow. and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months. So goodbye to pharmacy checkouts. Goodbye to awkward doctor visits. Not doing it at all. And here's the only thing no. One of the main things to know is keeps treatments typically take between four to six months to see results. So it is important to act, f- act fast. The sooner you start using keeps, the more hair you'll save. And I'll tell you something. Uh, some people are okay with shaving their heads if yeah. they're starting to lose it. Sure. They have that look. But there's a lot of people, you ever see that shave their head, and once they shave their hair or it's getting... They got a cranium that's not complimentary. Doesn't look good. Yeah. So that's why you go to keeps.com slash hey babe. That's keeps K E E P S dot com slash hey babe. And you're gonna get first month of treatment free. That's what you're gonna get. Full first month of helping to keep what you got up top. If you'd like one free month of treatment for your hair, go to keeps.com slash hey babe. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com. Slash hey babe, and that's all you got to do. And real keeps customers before and after photos. We think our customer photos speak for themselves. Not we. This is keeps, but my customer photos speak for themselves too. But also do keeps, 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 keeps. Beep beep. Who got the keys to my keeps? Oh nice. <laughs> Keeps.com slash hey babe. Phoenix, Arizona, and Red Bank, New Jersey, I'm coming to you. February 25th to the 27th, Phoenix, Arizona, the House of Comedy. March 5th, I'm coming to the Vogel Theater in Red Bank, New Jersey. It's going to be fun, okay? Phoenix, Arizona, hit me with a can of Arizona iced tea. Vogel Theater, hit me with a salami sandwich. You can't lose. ChristyComedy.com, yes. On Jokers, right? So I got punished, and the guys, they took me to a rental Car, okay, like a, like a like a Hertz or whatever, like a, like right. that. Whatever, and, whoever wants to sponsor the show. Yeah, they took me to a rental car place and they put me in a rental car prematurely. What and do you mean? In the trunk, they as a punishment at the end of the show. <laughs> Look at your face, <laughs> dude! I was scared out of my absolute but ca- mind. But so no, 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 no. We the rental car company was in on it and we got insurance and we they they allowed us to do this bit. So we get there. Look, they put me in this trunk. They so you the, knew you were going in the trunk. Well, they told me in the moment. They said you lost and we're going to put you in the trunk of this rental car and whoever rents the car, that's where you're going. Okay? So they they they, they You could have went on a 6-hour trip. We anyway. did not know. They were going to follow me. I know that. Did you have oxygen and heat and all? I did not have any oxygen whatsoever and it was hard to breathe and I'm claustrophobic. That's why they did it to me already and I, I thought I was going to pass out. I was hyperventilating. I was I had tons of sweat and they 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 lined the car with cameras and they put me in there was a there was two little mini bottles of water and nothing else. 
And and so I, I go in. So she sees a woman chasing me. Look to the right. <laughs> wait, wait, so, wait, so, so this is what happens. So, so they go, you're going to get in this car, and you're just going to wait, and they're going to slot the next person that comes to rent a car, they're going to slot that to there. And then wherever this person, so if the person drives three hours, you're going to be in the trunk for three hours. Right. They didn't think about it, like that I would need more better oxygen than what was in there. Right. And they didn't. I didn't realize either that until I got in there and they closed it, uh, it was a sunny day. It was hot in there. It was completely dark, and I couldn't breathe. And I kept hitting the trunk, and they had to open it. And I would sit there and breathe, and they close it, and I'd hit the trunk and open it because I couldn't let them pull away until I was adjusted that I could actually feel comfortable in there. Right. So it took like five or six times to open it and close it. And then finally, they just closed it, and they're like, "Just I had an earpiece, and like I just w- just wait till it gets rented. Like they're gonna right. try to rent it soon. Right. So I'm just laying in there, right." And then all of a sudden they go, okay, you know, whatever passes, 10 minutes pass, and they go, someone's renting the car, right? So I hear nothing. I just hear someone come, get in the car, and they're like, oh, my God, it's a woman. She's rented the car. All right, they're in a van tailing us. So now the woman starts driving, and I'm like, I, I don't believe this. And I'm just in the thing, and I'm like, I, I'm like, what happens when this woman opens the trunk? I could give her a heart attack. She she could she could have a heart attack. Sure. She could think, I'm going to attack her. We're going to give her a trauma. This is, we can't do this. And they're like... We didn't think that far, you know, like we just right. thought we'd know who was going to get it. Right. So I'm like, all right, so we're driving in the car. This woman drives 10, 15 minutes. She goes to a supermarket. So now I'm like, all right, she's in the supermarket. She's going to go in the supermarket. So now she this goes, lady has no idea. That she has no trunk. idea I'm in the trunk. I'm laying there. She goes into the supermarket. She does her shopping. So I'm in the trunk while she's grocery shopping at the supermarket for the entire time. She comes back out like, oh, my God, she's coming. She, they have all eyes on her. She's she coming to the car. She's coming to the car. Oh, my God, she has groceries. She has three or four bags of groceries in the car. She's going to open the trunk to put the groceries in the trunk. And I go, guys, what am I going to do right now? This woman is going to think I'm going to assault her. And <laughs> oh my God! She has mace on her. Screams. She starts to mace me. She starts hitting me. That's for real. She well, watch it. She's unloading. She's beating me with Italian bread. And then she she gets her purse. She she's hitting me. She's hitting me. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, please, please. Then she takes mace. She sprays the mace. And, Hit uh, you with a head of lettuce. Look, she's beating me. <laughs> look at this. And you're trying to get out? I'm trying to get out. I can't get out. Look, look, look. Look, look, look. look. <laughs> Your legs are asleep. Wait, how far did they drive? Like 20, 30 minutes. And then they ran out to tell her, please, ma'am, please, it's okay. And then the woman starts laughing. And she was in on it the whole time. She was in on it the, the whole sons time. Sons of bitches. They wow. realized. They realized that I would give someone a heart attack, and that we couldn't do it that way. But I didn't go there on my head. And this lady was in on it the whole time. Look at you me. You almost I, had a heart attack. I, I'm holding my heart doubled over. She, and she had like it was a water spray, like one of those like like by the pool Avion thing. Right. But she sprayed me. I thought it was mace. I was screaming. Oh my god! So everything that you feared, I feared as well. And then it came true for me. But I didn't know it was fake until the very end. After she beat me unmercifully, and they came out and told, and then she started laughing, and I said, "I couldn't even breathe. I could not even breathe." Is that the was that some of the most scared you've ever been in your whole life? That was one of them, yeah. Because I I was more scared for her. I was like, I we're gonna this woman is going to be traumatized. How do you explain 
that a man is in your trunk, I mean, you're going to think I'm waiting to attack you. A hundred percent. And then when they were like, oh, you know, we just didn't, just didn't think of that. Like, you know, it could have been a guy. Like, Because sometimes we do that. We think of everything, but we don't think of the obvious. Imagine her, hus- her husband, too. Like, if you got, go home, the husband's taking out the groceries, and he just takes you out, too, as a grocery. He's like, oh, I got, we, got, we got some white man. <laughs> no, dude, when she when she hit the mace, I I, I, I thought I was going to be, like, doomed. But it would end up being fake. Wow. Yeah, so so you get it, dude. So you get what what it was like. But, the th- I mean, the difference is, is like, you know, you there had to be some part of you that knew, you know, I'm going to be okay because yeah, I was just my, I think the first thing she did, she opened the trunk. And I think I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like I think the first thing I said was I was pleading with her. The second she opened it, I was like, ma'am, I'm very sorry. And she was like, what? And I was like, I'm so sorry. This was a, this was a goof for me. For me. I know this is like hacky and wrong, but I'm serious. The, the number one thing that was going through my head for that hour or so, whatever, however long I actually was in that trunk, is that this is an Asian woman driver, and she's going to get into an accident, <laughs> and I'm going to die. I swear to God, that's what I kept thinking, well, I, which is which is wrong, but no, it's genuinely what I was thinking. I didn't, I didn't apply it to Asians. Right. But I, I, <laughs> but I just, I also got the very real fear that you've never even thought of before of her getting rear-ended. Yeah, I thought, and I said, he, I said, even for the bit, if, if somebody, he gets rear-ended. Yes. Yeah, then it's like they, they can't get you out, like, you're, you're dead. Yeah. Would you carry mace? I always wanted to carry mace, but it's illegal. No, I wouldn't carry mace, but I, what I used to do when I was walking down the block late at night, because I'm, you know, a, a relatively bigger guy, but I'm sometimes I would be, like, scared of my own shadow and, and think, like, you know, I'm scared of these things. I would walk with the keys in between each finger to make my hand like Wolverine. Yeah, you yeah, that, do that? that's a trick that people do. I would do that all the time. Yeah, I I, I, I wanted to carry because I don't like, look, I mean, if I'm in a situation where someone's going to mug me or there's multiple right. people, I want something on my side. Right. But every time I try to get like pepper spray or whatever, they don't let you get it in New York. But I'm right. always like, I'm just always afraid to get into it. You ever, have, you ever do this? What about this? You ever have, you ever like, let's say, um, oh, you ever see this? I've seen like a woman get mad at people, and then she ends up getting her boyfriend or husband or significant other into a fight that he doesn't want to be in. Oh, yeah. And it's just like whether the woman is like instigating it or, or something happens to the woman, and then you have to do like you right. know, And then it's like, and then like usually the guy ends up getting pummeled by like 20 it people. It happened to me. It happened to you. I was dating a girl. I was 21 years old. I was dating a girl. Something had happened years before I even met this girl. Yeah. I'm literally sitting at a bar. I'll never forget the bar I was at in Bay Ridge. It's called uh, Kettle Black yeah. in Bay Ridge, 3rd Avenue. Shout out. Shout out 3rd Avenue. I'm literally s- sitting there. We're having a good time, having some drinks, whatever. Unbeknownst to me, my girlfriend at the time sees somebody that I believe stole money from her or money from her house when she was throwing a house party a couple years before. Unbeknownst to me, I thought she went to the bathroom, whatever, takes her glass of uh, whatever she was drinking, uh, uh, you know, mixed drink, goes to up to him in the back of the bar. I have no idea what's happening. Throws it in his face. Nope. Just goes and throws it in his face. Yeah. No questions asked. Doesn't even tell us, uh, me or anybody. I just threw the drink in this guy's face. Doesn't it all happens you. in the back. Of course, the guy's not going to hit a girl. Right. I have no idea. She comes back, doesn't say a word. <laughs> We're sitting there, me and chicken figures. All of a sudden, I get a beer bottle broken over the back, back of, of my head. head. Oh, my Full, God, dude. Literally fall onto the floor. <laughs> I didn't lose consciousness because I didn't. I somehow I just didn't. Right. But you know, bleeding from the side of my head. Yeah. And then he goes, "That's what happens, bitch," to her. And I'm just like looking <laughs> up, like, "What happened?" Right. They call the police. Again, nobody said anything to me. They call. He leaves right away. They call the police. I'm with her. I'm like, I just got a bottle broken over the, you know, the back of my head. She tells the cops. She's like, "Well, I threw a drink in his face a few minutes before, so that probably set him off." 
I said, you think? I had no <laughs> idea. probably set him off. Probably set him off. And then she explains to me what happened. You and she's take like, the bottle. And she, go, she goes, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to get you involved. Yeah, but I mean, people in relationships, you can't put other people on the line like that. No. You can't, man, women, child, whatever you're doing. I mean, because then you, you're going to... I'm oh the guy is always the one that has to then defend the woman's honor whether he wants to or not and it's like she did that knowing he's not going to hit her yeah. but he's going to hit me yeah and I feel like she wants to like test my manhood and uh, we broke up a, a two weeks later so I guess I failed it's, it's too much I'll tell you I had a, I had someone I wasn't dating almost get me jumped by about twenty people. Really? Yeah. So I used to take the ferry into work when I worked nine to five in Manhattan. Right. So my buddy, uh, who worked right in my cubicle with me, right. uh, I, 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 I'll leave his identity of, <laughs> I'll leave his identity um, out. But so what he he used to come pick me up, right? Right. And then we would go to the ferry together, and then right. we take the ferry over. And I worked at the uh, one one New York Plaza, which is the right. very first building off of the ferry. Right. So we had this routine down. He'd come pick me up at 7.15. we get on like the 7.40 boat. we get over there about 8.05. It was like this whole thing every morning. My friend was a tremendous pothead, the biggest pothead I ever met, especially at that time. Right. And he used to pull up to my house. I swear to God. I used to, he used to beep. I used to look out the window of the wage room. And the entire, and the entire inside of the car was filled with smoke. Right. Filled. And I used to open the door and smoke used to just pour out. And he'd be like, yeah. yo, dude. And I'd be like, all right, let me get in the car with this guy right now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, yeah. So so uh, so so what happens? So, so every day, <laughs> so we used to go to the ferry, right? So so every day we had this routine, same time, same day. Right. And every day we used to get off the ferry, coming home, and, and right. get in the car and drive me home. Right. So one day we're, we're driving and we're walking back to the car at the ferry. Right. And this girl's walking next to us. Okay. And she's smoking a cigarette, and he makes a joke, and we all laugh. She laughs too. Right. right? And then <laughs> she la- so she laughs too. So we start talking to her, and we had seen her. Like we had seen her a bunch, right? Because everyone's always on the same boat, right? Right. So she, so we start talking to her, and we have a few laughs. And by the time we get to the car, she was going to go to the bus stop, right? And he says, "Oh, like we just we end up standing by his car and talking." And she was really cool, this little chick, right? And she goes, "Yo, my name's Denise, but my friends call me D Nice." I'll never forget this, right? Yeah. So she's like, "But she goes, I was like, oh, you're funny, man. You're nice. I'm, you know, I'm sad. She goes, "Yeah, my name's Denise, but my friends call me D Nice." D Nice. So we're like, "Oh, all right, cool." I'm like, "Oh, this." Girl's cool, I guess. And then she's like, Yeah, we keep talking and we get to know her. And like, she said stuff like, she used to say stuff like, when we were getting to know each other, she would say, like, uh, like we were talking about, where do you like to hang out? What do you like to do? Like, you know, you go out. And she's like, I don't like go. She goes, I'm not one for going to the club. This is how she used to talk. She goes, She goes, she, this is exactly what she said. She goes, She goes, I ain't one for going to the club. And we were like, Oh, yeah. And she goes, No, she goes, I'm more for macking. She goes, I'm more for macking at the park. And <laughs> swear to God, she goes, she goes, I ain't one for going to the club. I'm all for macking at, at the park. What's macking at the park? Hanging out at the park. Hanging at the park. Macking at the park. And smoking on a big fat blizzard. There That's what go. she said that to us. Yeah. Word for word. It was, she said blunt. Yeah. But we, later on, my friends, this is a story of legend. So we right. all, we all drag it out and we go, I'm not one for going to the club. Going to the club. I'm macking at a park oh. and smoking on a big fat blizzard. <laughs> but she was like, she said, uh, my friends call me D-Nice. I ain't one for going to the club. I'm more for macking at the park. Smoking on a big fat blunt. So we were like, this girl is hysterical. But my friend was a pothead. So he goes, I got tons of pot. Come in the car. I'll drive you home. We'll smoke you out. Right. I didn't smoke. Right. So here we are in the car. Right, he's smoking, she's smoking. I'm in the back seat. Right, 
And I'm like, I used to crack the window and like just stick my head out to breathe real right. natural air because right. I was getting so high. And so one time we're driving home and they're smoking and I'm in the car and we're at a red light and I hear her go, oh, hell no. She just yelled. And this is a little skinny white girl, right? She goes, hell no. And I was in the back. And I'm like, what? And she goes, she goes, who the f is you? That's what she said. She said that exactly. Who the f is you? And I'm like, who is she talking to? There was a bus that pulled up next to us, and she looked at girls on the bus, and they had exchanged a glance or words, and the girls started giving a curse or whatever, and she starts cursing at them back, and they're all together, this big group of guys and girls, and she goes, who the fuck is you? And then the bus the light changes, and the bus goes, and she goes, I, I want to say his real name. She goes, Billy, follow that bus. And then my friend, the pothead that he is, starts following the city bus, and we're driving next to it, and she's rolling down the window. She's leaning out. She's screaming. She's like, pull over, pull over. And they're all screaming, and they want to get, so they tell the bus driver, they'll get up, and they go, and the bus pulls over, and now she goes, pull over. I'm going to fight this bitch. And my friend oh goes my to pull over, and I go, what are you, speaking of getting into fights, I'm like, what, what are you doing? This is 10 people on a bus. I'm not going to pull over and fight this city bus right now. I don't even know you really. Yeah. Like, you, you, you we've been driving you home for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know you're D-nice, and you prefer the park to a disco And you're macking in the park. Yeah, but you. But I'm not going to fight these people. I said to my friend, D I said, Billy. Yeah, Billy. <laughs> I said, just keep going. Yeah. I I'm not going to fight these people. No. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. And they all got off the bus, and they came out. He had like a Corolla. He had a Toyota Corolla. And we were just like, and he just peeled out, and they got off the bus, and we didn't fight them. But this is my point. Like, she was going to get me into an altercation with these people. That's it. it, it over nothing. Over nothing. Who There's is you there's two of the f oh, that's the name of this episode yeah <laughs> dorian who the hey babe is you billy follow that bus and my friend just like hey, i'm on it there's too many times in life where we will be the victim of 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 of, of a something that happened but it's it's really not our fault it's somebody else somebody else pissed this person off and then wear the brunt of it yeah for example i remember i was going Again, true story. This is true. I don't know if I, I may have told this on the podcast. I may have told you. I'm not sure. Just so you know, when you tell a story, I'm going to just assume it's true. But I'm going to say. Why, what, are, what are we doing if it's not? I'm going to preface it with this is true anyway. Sure, sure. So. I, one time I just wanted to go, by the way, I got something to tell you. Completely false. <laughs> yeah, just go. <laughs> I literally were driving through the drive-thru on McDonald's on Myrtle Avenue in Glendale, Queens. Okay. I was driving. I was 17 years old. I was driving my father's purple Pontiac Grand Am. We used to call it the flying eggplant. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm driving. My father's in the passenger seat. I'm going through McDonald's, you know, place the order, whatever. As we're waiting, you know, you place the order at the first window, you pay and get the food at the second window. As we're going through the first window, you know, order the first window, everything's fine. I can have, you know, I think I got a filet of fish because I was going through some tough times then. Got a <laughs> filet of fish, fries, maybe got my dad a Big Mac and, and all that stuff and whatever, you know. So we're going through and then I go, I'm going to pay the, the, the uh, oh, you pay at the first, I'm sorry, you order and then you pay at the first window, you get your food at the second window. Yeah. So I paid at the first window, everything's fine. I'm waiting now to get to the second window. I pull up to the second window. With that, I can hear the woman who gives you the food at the second window was also taking orders. That's the person you're talking to taking orders. The car behind me, for some, some must have pissed that person off because I hear her yelling to herself, but because of something that happened sure. to herself, she says something to the effect of, I don't remember the exact words. She's like, oh my God. She's like, these 
people think they could talk to me like that because I'm a McDonald's employee. I don't have feelings. Takes my bag of food and my soda and throws it into my car. The soda exploded. She all- thought it was you. She No, she didn't think it was me. She was just mad at the person behind me. And so I'm the, the one that got my filet of fish, You're Big Mac. Me. Yes. Th- I swear to God. Throws the soda into, like, underhand throws it in. <laughs> explodes all over my father. The passenger side window explodes all over my father's shirt and throws the bag of food like this. The fries go flying everywhere, and I'll never forget the filet of fish. That's why I remember this filet of fish. The filet of fish opened up onto my father's lap. <laughs> it opened up like onto my father's. So now there's tartar sauce and filet of fish all over my father's lap. And we're like in shock. My dad, my dad leans forward and he goes, Lady, are you serious? And she like is just like looking at in shock and he goes, Chris, just drive. So we go start driving and we get to like there was a stop sign at the end and he literally he's holding like the bag of stuff covered in Pepsi. He goes, "You get the fillet of fish or the Big Mac?" And I said, "I got the fillet of fish." Takes it off his lap and gives it to me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, "We're not going to talk about what just happened, whatever." So I now I'm holding the fillet of fish, making a turn onto Myrtle Avenue, and then he goes, "You know what? Pull back into the parking lot." So we go pull back into the parking lot. He goes. You know, he's got like, he's, he's dripping wet, covered in Pepsi. He's got the Big Mac. He's got the bag of food. He doesn't even complain to him. Out. He says, calm as can be. We wait online and he gets up to the cashier and the people and he goes, hey, one of your employees threw my food at me. Would I be able to get a replacement order? He goes, my son had the filet fish and I had the Big Mac. And they go, what? The manager, he goes, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, I think that employee, she, she must be having a bad day. She threw our order at me. So... He goes, I'm so sorry. I can't believe it's happened. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he goes, no, it's no problem. He goes, you think for our troubles, we can just get a free apple pie? So I was like, okay. <laughs> so literally, I'll never forget. We went, we got a free apple pie and we got our sandwich. We got back in. We, for our troubles? Yeah, we got back into the car. We sit down. We went down Myrtle Avenue a little bit. We went to a car wash, washed the car like it never happened. Really? Yeah, my dad just knows how to stay calm in situations like that. Wow. Yeah. I thought he would handle the opposite. No, he didn't. He just, he, because, and then I remember the talk was like, some people have bad days. It just happens. He, he was that level-headed. Level-headed. And he talked, he he played devil's ad- advocate for her. Yes. Wow. Devil's advocate for her. Just talked about it. He said, people have bad days. You don't, you know, don't, don't jump on every situation. Even with road rage, my father's always like, you never knew who has a gun. You never knew who has a bat. Somebody I have plenty cut, of road rage stories. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. Yeah. People have, I had a road rage, road rage story, and someone also one time pointed a gun at my dad. Really? From the, yeah. In the car? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, heading into the battery tunnel going into Manhattan. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Because your dad cut him off? Um, I don't remember the exact. They were trying to merge or something, and then they went next to each other, and the guy pull, pulled the gun sideways, like, through the other window, my dad ducked and was like, oh, my God, and then just waited and then came back up, and the guy was still there. Oh and he, like, God. didn't know what to do, and the guy kind of drove away. I gotta, I'll got i get that download from my dad. Road rage is so fun. I never forget, I was maybe seven, eight years old, and every year, or maybe not every year, felt like every year, but maybe it was every other year or every couple of years, my family would drive from New York to Florida. My yeah. grandfather would drive, and I remember one time it was, it was my grandfather, my mom in the front, and me and my cousin in the back. And we used to do that thing where you'd like, you know, he'd pull up to a truck and, you know, being a little kid, you go like that and you pull your arm and you go honk honk, and let them honk the horn or whatever. Sure. So we're pulling up to an 18-wheeler Mack truck and we're pulling up alongside and I'm like, oh, grandpa, grandpa, do the thing, do the horn, do the horn. So he goes, sure, pulls up and it was on my side. I could see the driver right there and I'm going like that. (laughs) I'm going like that, like like honk honk, do the horn. What happened? Hand to gun. 
Truck driver rolls down the window and he goes, Santa's not real. <laughs> and then wink and then rolls the window up and speeds off. And I remember just sitting back into my chair and asking my mother for Dunkaroos. <laughs> what a genius. What a genius. Oh my god, that's yeah. hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows how, who knows how far he had to go? That that probably motivated him for the rest of that trip. Mo I mean, he dude, had to go five more state lines. Santa's he was probably like, dun, 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 dun. yeah. Then he go. Then another that 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 happened. And then <laughs> on another on another drive to Florida. I don't know if I told the story. Another drive to Florida. We're driving again. Never forget. We're driving a red motorcycle. We goes like a hundred miles an hour passes like like almost cuts my grandfather off. My grandfather goes, Jesus, honks the horn. He goes, Jesus. He goes, that guy will die today. And, you oh, know, like just saying like that. God. So then we're driving. You know, if 20 minutes go by, you forget oh, about it. We're in bumper God. to bumper traffic. Oh, my bumper God. Bumper to bumper traffic for an hour, almost like the, the, the cars in park, like that. So we get there. You know, we finally get up to the scene of the accident. We see a sheet over what is a body and the exact red motorcycle in pieces all over I-95, Going from New York to Florida, and my grandfather just turns around and see, says to us, he goes, told you. Yeah, oh, just, my God. Yeah, and then just keeps driving. Wow. And I'll never forget, it was shocking. He just goes, told you. Not even like, oh, not my that, God. That, that, he didn't deserve well, that. Well, he fought in World War II, this guy, right. so he didn't care. He, my grandfather didn't eat sushi to the day he died because he still considered the Japanese the enemy. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, he's a crazy lunatic of a guy. <laughs> I was in the car one time, and I'm on the phone with my dad, right? And I'm in traffic, and I get someone taps me from behind. It was pretty significant, though. I went forward, and I actually hurt my neck. And my dad is on speakerphone, and I go, ah, oh, shit. I go, I was, I was stopped, but someone hit me in the back. I'll call you back. And I'm, like, holding my neck. There was an accident already happened moments before me. And on the side of the shoulder was already cops, ambulances, and two cars that pulled over. Right. Right? So, so when I got hit and jolted forward and I was holding my neck, the cop was standing right there. They right. saw it. Right. And he goes, both of you pull over. So I was like, all right, at least they, I was like holding my neck. The cop comes around. I lower my window. And he goes, uh, he goes, it, it, oh, so, so the cop's there. So. I'm, I'm like, hold on, I said, Dad, I'll call you back. The cop walks around the front of my car, comes to the over, he goes, lower your window. So I lower the window, I'm holding my neck, and I go, yeah. And he goes, Sal from Practical Jokers. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, wow, you understand, my whole family watches, blah, blah, blah. And I go, I'm holding my neck, and I'm like, hey, him, and I go, hey, <laughs> I go, can I just pull over? Like, I wasn't like, like, my, my neck hurts a little bit. I go, no, no, I'm so sorry, pull over, pull over, pull over. So I pull over, and uh, this was a very weird experience, right? right? So I'm like, all right. I got to do paperwork now because they called it. I mean, they witnessed. Thank God I had a cop as a witness, right? right. So uh, he goes, just sit tight and I'll I'll begin what we got to do. So uh, I'm waiting in the car and then after a few minutes he comes over. He goes, all right, I just needed some information from you. And he has a clipboard with like a yellow piece of paper. And he goes, just fill out the parts I didn't know yet. And he had filled out like other parts of it that was like my name, not my address, but so he filled in like Staten Island. Like he he, he took the liberty of filling in yeah. like extra info that creeped me out a little bit. Right. And and I was like, oh okay, and I, I get it. He was like, a, like it was fine. But he goes, then he goes like this to me. He goes, could you do me a favor? And I go, what is it? He goes, the the woman that got into an accident here while we're here before you, she's in that ambulance over there. The, the doors were the doors were closed. Okay, <laughs> the ambulance doors were closed. He goes, he he goes. Could you just go go over there? And she's a huge fan of your show. 
could you go over there and just say hello to her? Tell her, like, you know, just hi. It'll really brighten her spirits or whatever. And I'm looking at him, and I go, I don't know him from a hole in the wall. I, got, I just got into an accident. My neck hurts. I don't know you. I don't know this woman. And how do you know? That the woman in the ambulance is a big fan of Impractical Jokers. Yeah, how would you know? I, I don't know. And I'm like looking at him and I go, I, I guess. He's like, well, at your comfort level. I still have to go talk to his the paperwork for this guy now. Whenever you feel. So I, he goes, it would mean a lot to me. So yeah. I go, uh, okay. So he walks over and I'm like, this is weird, man. Get out of my car. Close the door. I go up to the ambulance. The ambulance door is closed. So I'm like, all right, there's probably an EMT in there or something, right? So I just knock softly, and no one says anything. And I knock again, and I go, and I go, hello? And she goes, I hear, yeah. And I go, oh, and I, and I just kind of like open a little bit, and I go, hey, woman is in there, on sh- looking straight up on the, on the wooden board, strapped in a stretcher, confined like this, looking straight up in the air. She couldn't sit up, get up, look at me or anything. So I go, hey, and she goes, hello? And I go, yeah. And she goes, hey, and I go, um, I go, the cop just told me to come over and say hello to you. And she goes, okay. And I go, uh, I go, maybe he didn't tell you. I, I, I just got into a fender bender, but he said you're a big fan. And she just silent. I go, I'm Sal from Practical Jokers. And she goes, okay. <laughs> and I, and I was like, all right then just wanted to say hello then take care and i just closed the door and went back to my car she didn't know me acknowledge me care who i what was an say anything at all she didn't she didn't say oh i like that show get out of town is it really you hold on let me get a look at you she Nothing. didn't do she just went okay and i was like oh and i closed the door. And to this day i gotta I, I, I wonder why I didn't go right back to him and go, she didn't even know me, but I didn't. I know no, that no, I didn't. No. But I don't understand what happened there. What, what, why did he say that? Why did he th- think he knew that? She didn't know me. I, I, the only thing I could think of is that he took the liberty right. of saying that she was a fan, assuming she'd know me, maybe wanting to brighten her day because right. she was in a stretcher. <laughs> and like, oh, this will be a nice little treat for her, maybe in his head somewhere that was swirling around. And so he took liberties and just said, she's a big fan, it would be a big favor to me. I went over there, the woman was in a brace and a stretcher and did not know who I was at all. Couldn't care at all. Didn't even know, didn't say, the, word, the only word she said back to me was, okay. <laughs> and I just closed the, I just... Closed yeah. the door again and just went back to my car. Well, that's the thing with cop. That's the thing with like people that see injuries and death and all that every day. They get desensitized. Yeah, where they can just be like, "Yeah, this happened." You know, like whatever. I remember one time a friend of mine who was an EMT. He was like, he, I was like, how was work or whatever? We started talking about work. He goes, oh, work was crazy. He was like, oh, he's like, I got something to show you. He's like, look at this, man. It was a person, somebody who had been murdered uh, and stuffed into a garbage can. No. And he's like, look at that. How crazy is that? He's like, what a bad day he had, right? I was like, yeah, yeah I'd say so. Take it over he got that. dismembered and thrown into a garbage can. That's wild. But they just don't care. He's like, you no. know, we're having linguine. We're having linguine. Yeah. This is something I wanted to show you. Did you see this thing? What is he, this? Did you, have you seen this? I, I think it went no. semi-viral this week. This week, yeah, you know the you know whole little blue dress, green dress, whatever. Yeah, Yanni Laurel things yeah. like that. Yes, 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 yes. So okay, this is a different one, but it, this freaked me out so bad. He just pulled out because I spent an hour nonstop listening to this. Okay, so what are we going says, for? So this is the thing. It says you only hear the word that you read. Okay, so there's this thing, and I don't know how these are different syllables, different sounds. So you're gonna hit play. I actually won't even tell you. First, you just look at Let's it. Let's just ahead. do it. Go ahead, watch this. 
working for you though, right? It's working. I think though Like are you supposed to hear both? I don't What are you reading, Pimp? Uh, green needle. Well, Even if you look at Brainstorm? Yeah. No, if you look at Brainstorm, you'll hear Brainstorm. If you want to hear Brainstorm, you will hear Brainstorm. No, no, no. Here, I just broke it. Here. You didn't break it. I, I swear I, to God. One hour I wasted of my life no, on it. Let me, let, me, let me just, so, let, so let me just you, try so, to do this so again. So what these guys know, there's, there's just, oh, it just says Green Needle and Brainstorm. Right. And they, they play the same exact clip over and over. And when you look at one of them, that's the one it says. No, no, but look, but Sal, but what I just did, because 100%, I don't know, there's definitely some type of oculomotor thing that's happening, like you know, with the movement of your eyes, sensing something in the brain. I don't know the science behind it. I, I won't even pretend to know it. But if you just try this, if you look at Green Needle, but in your don't say it out loud, just say brain in your head, brainstorm, brainstorm, brainstorm. You'll read brainstorm. It's coming from your head. It's coming from you reading it silently in your head. So look at Green Needle and read brainstorm, and you'll hear brainstorm. One hundred percent. But what did you crack? Not crap. My, po my point is, how is it saying the same exact thing, but saying two completely different, not only different words, one is two words, one's one, they're different syllables, they don't even sound the same. You heard both Brainstorm and Green Needle, right? Yes. You heard both of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that part. It's the same thing. Well, here, we can explain the sensation. Here it is. Uh... Ba, 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 BuzzFeed, what, what are we saying? The brain is built to turn messy signals into meaning. It just will not give you ambiguity. Brainstormer Green Needle, exact same issue, was confounding people on Twitter back in 2018. 2018? I saw what? it this week. Oh, no, Yanni Laurel. This is pure black magic. You can hear Brainstorm or Green Needle based on whichever one you think about. What's this one? What's this one, Yanni Laurel? I remember this. Laurel. Laurel. Dude, how is that happening? If I want to hear Green Needle... I hear green needle. Our brains are if wild If I want to hear places. brainstorm. I'll hear brainstorm. They don't sound alike. I don't know. Do you have the sativa? <laughs> sativa? Sativa. I got sativa if you I want sativa. I keep saying sativa. Yeah, I think you mentioned it with st stevia. Stevia or activia. Activia. A stevia-flavored activia. Sativia. A sativia-flavored yogurt that helps with constipation and getting high. Well, Okay, basically you are priming your brain to expect acoustic patterns that match expected patterns for a particular word. When faced with an acoustic signal, which is somewhat ambiguous because it is low quality or noisy, your brain attempts a best fit between what is heard and what is expected. Yeah, okay, great. That's what I assumed in layman's right. terms, but I still don't understand how it's happening. They don't sound alike. You know what I should have done? I should have made you not read the words and just told me what you heard. Well, let's try that. Let, let, me, let me close my... No, but, no but you already know it's going to be one of the two. If I didn't show you the two words at all and said, listen to this sound... No, but have you done it with your eyes closed and see what happens? No, but it doesn't matter because whatever you're thinking in your head is what you're No, but hear. let's see. Let's just But see. if I didn't tell you either option and just let play you it. Well, just hear a sound... Maybe we'll try a different one really quick. Is there other ones? 
Okay. I don't want to say it. Okay. Okay. Don't look. Laurel. 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 Yanni. You're shitting me right now. I heard Laurel five times in a row. I heard Yanni. Six times. Seven times. I'm hearing Yanni all day. Nine times Laurel. Yummy. Ten times Laurel. Now, what if I want to hear Yanni? Yeah, and I want to hear Laurel now. I want to hear Yanni. Laurel. Yanni, 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 Laurel. I only hear Laurel. I'm only hearing Yanni. Well, what's, 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 what's the difference between me and you? What would you vote for? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't get it. I don't hear Yanni at all. No, me neither. You only hear Laurel? Yeah. yeah I don't have hear anything close to Yanni. I only hear Laurel. I only hear Yanni, I meant to say. What what does it mean if you're a Yanni? People hear frequency more people who who hear or weight high mid frequency more strongly with Yanni, the perception of Laurel's experience when the lower frequency information is dominant in the experience. So I hear at a higher frequency. You're pe- you. I'm picking up a lower frequency, you're picking up a higher frequency. I don't know if that means I can hear better or worse. I'm but bad I'm, at hearing. I, I'm supposed to have a hearing aid. Do you have hearing problems, Pimpy? I've worked a lot of concerts and hurt my ears. So maybe that's what it is. I've also been been uh, once a month using the earwax and getting earwax candle and get my earwax out. Maybe I can hear better. That's pretty good. That's also very good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I failed a hearing test at a young age. I was supposed to get a hearing aid, and I just ghosted them. And you never got it. No. I, I feel like you can hear fine, though. <laughs> they put the cans on me, and they were like, just raise the side that you hear. And it, immediately, <laughs> I didn't hear anything. And then I was just like raising both. And at the end, they were just like looking at me like, you like, need a what? hearing aid. Yeah. And I went out into the waiting room. I was like, let's get out of yeah. here, Mom. And I never went back. Yeah. You, you would, you, I've given you, I haven't seen you smoke marijuana too many times. A couple of times, you and I have done it. Yeah. You don't, I, I, do you enjoy it? I don't not enjoy it. I just it's just a thing when I was, you know, playing ball in high school and college or whatever. Yeah, you, you don't just, want to deal with that. Yeah, I w- you would get thrown off the team, so I just never got I never got no, I never was either. Yeah, I, I never got the um like the peer pressure of it. So so I, I am not like a big weed guy, but I'm not also not against it. I've taken edibles once or twice and I've smoked weed as as a matter of fact. Probably the only times in my life I've smoked weed have been with you. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, uh, I had something on a tail there, but are we? Are we? What, where were we at? Where were we at exactly? Okay. okay. I got one little thing. Do it. Let's do it. I uh, see. Pimple edit it out if it's no good. Remember, I told you my, my friend had smoked massive amounts of weed. Right. When I was like twenty two. Right. And we worked. He was in my cubicle mate where I worked in the office. Right. right? So one time I go on this blind date. And um, my friend set me up with a girl, and I remember she lived in Jersey, so I picked her up, and there was nothing to do in Jersey, so we ended up going to a TGI Fridays. Right. Right? So, she's a nice girl, you know, pretty girl, friendly girl, whatever. We get to the TGI Fridays, and uh, we were sitting, we sit, uh, were we at the bar? We were in a booth by the bar, right? And I ordered a vodka soda. Right. And she ordered a steak with a shrimp skewer on top of it and a black and tan. <laughs> Okay. Right. She just she's a regular sized girl. Like she wasn't like you know. It didn't look like she she ate all like a lot right. like that all the time. But it was odd to me. I felt a little bit weird. Right. Because I again I ordered. A, I went first. Right. He said. Well, I said vodka. I said yeah, vodka soda. And then she ordered a steak. And they do like you know they do those things at TGI Fridays. You can <laughs> add a shrimp skewer for like 
five ninety, you know, whatever. So she yeah. ordered a shrimp skewer on top of it and a black and tan. If you don't know what that is, it's a very heavy pint of beer. Right. right? And she's a skinny, regular looking. She's regular, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, whatever. And then we're there and we're laughing, we're talking. But I thought it was a little bit weird. And then he comes over again. Uh, when she's done, she clears it and he goes, "Would you like anything else?" And I say, "I'll take another one." And then she orders a brownie Sunday a la mode <laughs> and another black and tan. <laughs> right. So I'm like, this is so peculiar, man. This is so peculiar. So whatever the bill. Come pay it. I pay it. We I drive her home. I said we're so so nice. We end up going on two more dates after that, right? But anyway, next day I go to work. So I'm at work with my buddy, and we and he's a crazy pothead, right? And I'm telling this story, and I go, "Do you think this is odd?" I said, "I was on this date last night, and I said, and I ordered two drinks, and I just wasn't hungry, but I don't care that she ordered food, but." Is it weird? Did you, don't you think she went hard in the paint a little bit? Right. Because she ordered a steak with a shrimp skewer, two pints of black and tan, and a brownie a la mode Sunday, and I, I did not eat food. Right. So she had no bones about doing that, which right. is great. Fine. But also, she didn't feel weird. I, she made me feel weird. Right. I almost wanted to order something just so I didn't feel weird. So she didn't feel weird. Right. I felt weird. I felt like I was making her weird, you know, feel weird. But anyway, he's like, nah, and he's high as shit. He was always so high by the time he got me at 7, 10 right. in the morning. So this is only like 9 o'clock in the morning. He's toasted off his ass right right and then she calls me at my job the next day but we worked it was a three-person department we were in the cubicles together and when you don't pick up your phone it jumps to any one of us could pick up the phone on our, on our own behalf right so i'm doing something i'm not paying attention in the phone and all of a sudden i hear him go you know prudential so we worked at prudential and then i go uh i hear this is all i hear i go oh yeah heard you got the steak and shrimp last night <laughs> Oh shit! So she goes, "Hey, is Sal there?" And he goes, "Who is this?" And whatever her name was, I don't even remember it. And then he goes, "Oh, I heard about you." He goes, "How was that steak and shrimp last night?" And I just, <laughs> I heard that, and I swear to God, like I literally, like my whole body froze, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Nah, what?" Is and he goes, "Hold on." He puts her on hold, and I'm like, "Dude!" I was like, "This looks bad on me." Yeah. I was like, "Now it looks like I came here and told you she got shrimp skewers, a steak, and black tans, and he goes, "Well, that's what she did." Yeah. And I go, yeah, but you can't tell her that. He goes, but why not? She knows what she did. And I go, you <laughs> smoke too much sativa. And no, so what happened? She's going to think that I'm here telling you. She's going to, well, she's going to know exactly what I did. I came here and I was like, can you believe the, <laughs> that, that she the, did can that? Can you believe the, the, you know, the stones? So what did she say when you got on the phone? I don't remember. I went on two more dates with her. I'll tell you another thing. The third and final date. You remember Hunkabunka? In Sounds s- familiar, but I don't... Oh, you're, like, you're a little younger than me. Hunkabunka in Sayreville, New Jersey. It's Starland Ballroom now. Oh, okay, Starland Ballroom, I've heard of. It used to be a nightclub, a real yeah. proper discotheque. And so, <laughs> this is like, I'm tw- it's 23 years ago. So we go to Hunkabunka with, like, I, with 20 of my friends, girls, guys, everything. We all go there. I bring her. It's like our third date. We've been on three dates. They've all gone nice. I've bought a steak, shrimp, and Sundays. Uh, we haven't even kissed yet, nothing like that. And we're out, and I'm introducing all my friends, and I'm getting to know her a little better now. And now we're drinking, and she's laughing with my friends all night long, and we're dancing. And at some point, like four hours into the night, on our third date, a few drinks in, tons of laughs, I lean in to kiss her on the dance floor, and my friends all around us, and I lean in, and she literally looks at me and goes, and she just jolts back, and she goes... <laughs> like that in my face on the dance floor and I go uh, and I start to laugh because I think she's joking right because she was she recoiled in horror she was like ah and she like almost like pushed me and then she went like this and I go and I go and I just like start laughing a little bit but then she's actually like 
perturbed by it. Like, I thought she was going to start laughing like it was a joke. Who does that to another grown adult? I don't know. Who the hell would ever she, do that? She she recoiled and then told me, ah, 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 in my face. And my friends are, like, looking at us, and I'm like, that was real weird. And then she would, like, change her whole vibe. Right. So then we end up leaving. I go out to my car. Car got hit. Of course. I had my first new car ever, my first new lease. I had a Mitsubishi Galant. Shout out, Mitsubishi. Shout out, Galant. Uh, I think it was like 99, 2003, something like that. And uh, and I drive her home in Jersey, not not far away. I got a dent on my fender and everything. And I drop her off. I go home. Next day, I go to work. I get an email from her. And that was the last time I ever spoke to her. She goes, hey. She writes a diatribe to me. It was two, three paragraphs long. She goes, Psycho. I don't know where you get off pulling a move like that. All I want you to know is that doesn't fly with me because I'm an this is the, her exact quote, and I've told this story before. She said, because I am an independent motherfucker of a chick. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote it back. I'm like, I'm sorry if I misread signals, but I just, I like you, and I thought we were getting along, and it was our third date, and we were laughing all night long, and we were holding hands a little bit, and I, I was like, I didn't mean anything by it. And, and then she was just like, yeah, and she was like, I, I'm just, a, and then she wanted to go out after that, and I was like, I'll never go out with this person ever if again. If you are that independent motherfucker of a chick, please write into the show. She's out there. I mean, she wore leather pants. There you go. Well, hey, listen. It happens with leather yeah. pants. But she was like, I, I was really like, I didn't get where she was coming from with this all. I, I wasn't even, I was just going for like a kiss. I mean, it's, I mean that's eventually what's going to happen, right? Everybody goes, hey, listen, I mean, not we're, everybody, we're everybody is uh, teach their own. I don't know. She said it three times in one email that she was an independent mother. I mean, I passed it around the horn. Yeah, everybody in the cubicles were laughing at it because it was like it was just so like all right. I mean, what what's going on here? Yeah, it's like she was she was trying to start a brand. Uh, listen, girls are listen. Sometimes there's there's <laughs> things that happen that are unexplainable. I am I am. I don't listen. I've said told this story in podcast before as well. I was on a date with a girl. Things were going great, very similar to what you're describing with your girl. Yeah. Was, things were going great on the date. I thought we were in a cab back to my apartment. At the time, so I'm like, this is great. Obviously, she was like, let's go back to your place or whatever, whatever. We're uh, uh, pulling up. It was on. We're on Delancey Street in, in downtown Manhattan. That We're in the cab. The, the cab is slowing down to get to the red light. So it's going 10 miles and slowing. She opens the door and rolls out of the cab. I swear to God, rolls out of the cab. Doors wide open. What? Cab driver slams on the brakes. I run out, you know, run to the side. Look, she sprints diagonally across Delancey Street, across oncoming traffic the other way. Sprints, full sprints. I said to the cab driver, what? I said, what do we do? He says, do you have her phone number or anything like that? I said, I do. I text her right away. What's going on? Where are you? Are you okay? What happened? What did I do? <laughs> no response, nothing. The cab driver takes me home. I, I pay. I'm like, well, did you ever experience anything like that? And he goes, no. Never experienced anything like that. Text her for another, I would say, 48 to 72 hours. Finally, she texts back, hey, what's up, Chris? Probably you were a little weirded out. What happened last <laughs> night? I'm sorry. If you want to go out again, let me know. And then I said, what happened? Right. What happened? Yeah. And she goes, I'll tell you if we go out on another date. So I said- A cliffhanger? A cliffhanger. So I got extremely uncomfortable with that. I was like, I don't know if I ever want to go out on another date with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've told that story before. To, you know, on podcast. Did she get, like, spooked about something? No, I'm telling you, uh, two different women told me this is probably what it was. They said either. Is that, like, a, a, hot, a hot, like, a, is that a known time at the end of the night for someone to be aggressive with them or something? Like what was No. They said mo it's simpler than that, and I didn't think of this then. They said it was probably something as simple as this. Either the girl accidentally farted or had to take a shit 
and was too embarrassed to come to the terms of having to go back to your apartment and do that. So rather than just saying, I need to get out here or whatever, she just decided to roll out of the car. I said, in no way, shape, or form is that a normal thing that women would do if they had to take a shit or fart. They would just get out no, and come with some other shit. You don't roll she out, of a, out of a moving vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember running away. Her elbow was dripping in blood. You could see the blood just pouring out of her elbow. Oh so she ripped God. the skin off her elbow. So, you know, my point is, is that you have a dating story. I have a dating story. We both don't know why the hell you got the email. I don't know why the girl rolled out of the car. But the bottom line is, is it's, hey, hey babe, every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern. That's what it is. It drops every Thursday, 11 a.m. We're in the, we're, we are two independent motherfuckers of chicks. We're two independent motherfucking chicks. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe.